This week on the Media Virus Podcast, an Ohio constituent gives the entire Republican caucus some shit by mail. It's survival of the fittest as fireworks invoke Darwin's theories this Independence Day. R. Kelly is reportedly engaged to Jocelyn Savage. Hey, wait, isn't she his his alleged victim? All this, more news, bill on film, and how to identify a psychopath in the C-Block on this 88th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We'll do an intro, we'll do an outro, and then do our rap. BBC correspondent, Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. And the Scorpion Goddess. And the Scorpio was secretive. I just don't say a lot of shit. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdeath. I had no, but I, I was, you know, I kind of wanted to, and I, you know, I, I whoa. Hot damn, do we have a fucking show for you people this week? I am a fucking dog. I am. It's a full moon, baby. It's a fucking door. Go away. I'm Matty Rockdeff. Welcome to the Media Virus Podcast. Hang on for just a fucking second. The dog's excited for the full moon in Capricorn. It is a super full moon, which means it's even closer to the Earth, and the dog can feel it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Like we're brought to you by PETA. <laughs> <laughs> this evening's dog beating is brought to you by the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Shh, here he comes. God. You all right? Maddie, you got a little dog blood on your shirt. It wasn't, it, uh, I, it, it ain't the dog. What, what the fuck is going on? Turn my goddamn video on. What? Oh, You're what? there. You're there. We see we you. See God you. fucking damn it. This fucking meth head that used to fucking mow my goddamn lawn that ripped me the fuck off because I decided it was a good fucking idea to pay him in advance because he's like, oh, I'll be back tomorrow. Can you give me the money? I've been mowing my lawn for two fucking years. Do you think I fucking saw him again? Then he fucking shows up this summer, wants to mow my lawn again. No, thank you. And you know what? Maybe I don't take care of my lawn. Maybe my lawn needs to be fucking mowed. But I don't want this fucking asshole knocking on my goddamn fucking door ever. And I just fucking opened up the door and I said, not interested. I fucking closed it. Fuck that guy. I am so fucking tired of that fucking asshole. These meth heads walk up and down this goddamn fucking street, walk into the fucking woods. What the fuck are you doing in the goddamn woods? Meth. It's just, it drives me fucking nuts. It drives me, I had a fucking thing written down. I'm doing a goddamn show. And then this fucking girl, God, Lord, you love. Fuck you. God damn it. Maddie. Well, hot damn, I am Maddie Rockdeff. Welcome to the Media Virus Podcast. We are a weekly roundtable discussion of what the fuck is that? Uh, this full moon brought to you by Maddie Rockman. 
If you don't already know, we are a weekly roundtable discussion of average everyday citizens taking on important issues that affect us all. If you want to get involved in a discussion, there are several ways that you can do that, like, like this video. Subscribe to this channel and follow this audio podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, if you just want to make misogynistic comments and racist jokes, then you can give us a call at 646-VIRUS-01 or stick a message in the media vi- media.virus.hole at gmail.com. If you need personal advice, you can use both the phone number and say both the phone number 646-VIRUS-01 and the email address media.virus.hole to reach out to Dr. Dre <clears throat> S. McFadden for his just the tips. Uh, the, uh, well, the man who fields dozens of scam phone calls and Nigerian prince uh, emails is the executive producer of this fucking train wreck of a program, the reverend and professor. The train wreck part's not his fault. Mike <laughs> Latoris, how the fuck are you doing, Mike? Hey, man, I'm getting there. And uh, <laughs> not, the, the, the last Nigerian prince didn't pan out either. Uh, I, I'm trying, man. I, I, it's Dude, hard someday. to weed out the good ones. Someday, someday, you know, I, you know, when you hear what I have written the fuck down, because how I thought this fucking shit was going to go here. Let me show you. Oh, I've had a great week. Oh, huh. uh, we, you know, last Wednesday was the uh, was the last week of the boot on my foot. So oh, that's I've, good. I've had, I've had a week of, you know, not not dragging that boot around. I've been able to walk. I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. My wife started a new job. Now she's home every day, like around five o'clock. We're pretty jazzed about that. That's pretty fucking awesome. My buddy in Jersey gave me, uh, yeah, my buddy in Jersey gave me a, uh, a fuck ton of edibles. So I've been existing on a plane, uh, you know, a completely different plane of consciousness. And speaking of a different plane of consciousness, let's introduce the metaphysical fitness expert and ast- astrological reporter, the scorpion goddess, Juliet Everett. How are you today, Juliet? Oh, I was going to try and make the fire come. I'm doing magical. How are you? It's a full moon in Capricorn. <laughs> the full moon in Capricorn. Capricorn, is... not Capricorn. Capricorn, oh. see? Okay. So what does that Look, mean? The full moon in Capricorn. I wrote, Capricorn. other people's bullshit isn't my bullshit. So it's about it's releasing whatever doesn't serve a purpose in your life anymore. So I have... Because Capricorn is all about comic cycles, authority, all of that. Restrictions. So I have released the restriction of always thinking that I need to be somebody for other people. Your shit isn't mine. And I don't care anymore. So I feel like I'm in this like new place of becoming a better version of myself. I feel more complete and whole. And there's a lot of shit like manifesting that I can feel. I don't know what it is yet, but I can feel it. So I think that that's a lot of people can feel the same as well. Yeah. I, uh, Oh wait, I'm, so, I'm starting to, today's the day it. and the time to, if you have a boss and you don't like them and they need to fuck off, tell them to fuck off. Moon Capricorn says to do that. Well, I just, I just told somebody to fuck off and, uh, mm. I guarantee you that's going to bite me in the ass. That's, that's going to wind up as a flat tire or something or a broken windshield. Well, fucking, well, maybe fucking not. Garrett. I fucking uh, no. I I see the shit coming from a fucking mile away. Uh, I know. Tra- I know trash. If I've learned anything in my fucking forty six years, it is it is how white trash acts. 
And I've been avoiding confrontation with these fucking people because confrontation with white trash never fucking pans out. They don't understand. They don't understand reasonable, reasonable logic. Um, it's just they get emotional and then they, they, just, they just literally scream out whatever they're angry about. It doesn't even, it, it doesn't even really have to be about you. And that's, you know, well, uh, but yeah. I did mention uh, his segment, uh, Just the Tips. However, I did not properly introduce our BBC correspondent, Dr. Dre Stanley McFadden, PhD's nuts. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, what's up, everybody? How's it going? You're, it sounds like you're, you're having a pleasant little drive home. How's everything going? I'm having a pleasant drive home. That's fun. I'm glad to hear that. How was, uh, how was rehearsal? Uh, improv was good. Very good. And joining uh, in the same, same car, you can't have a diversity duo without the lovely and talented, not that kind of doctor. How's it going, Doc? Well, I gotta tell you, Maddie, I haven't heard as many S bombs as I heard tonight since the studio let out. <laughs> I I lost I lost my temper a little bit, and uh, yeah. the, just a little. And I think part of part of the issue with that is my dog doesn't like that dude at all. So she doesn't. You know, she doesn't normally act like that when people knock on the door. She might bark, and then you can settle her down. But him, he's he, as soon as I opened the door, he wanted to, he wanted to get, he wanted to get, she wanted to like get at him. Yeah. And I, I could, Trust I that. Know. Trust that. Dogs know. So fuck that guy. That's yeah. And I've, I've been extra, I've been feeling kind of extra vulnerable too, because uh, as you guys know, I mean, it's, thank God it's, it's starting to come back. Uh, but I, I did take my beard down pretty, pretty bare all the, like everything. And, um, Standing too close I, to your I, barber. Well, you know what it was is I was trying to clear away the white, uh, you know, and and kind of kind of keep the keep the what's dark but here. You were to get a hair, so there's that's why you've got no beard left. Well, I yeah when I when I did this I, I did it at this side I did it so tight, and the way the the white intermixed it just looked so close that to match it here. And then it looked like I had some kind of Fu Manchu going on. But the problem, see, here's the issue. And the, the, is I feel like vulnerable and defenseless because I, well, I thank God I didn't get a haircut because I've got to, if I were to like prim, like cut my hair and keep myself prim and proper and shave, uh, women would just maul me. I would just get assaulted like left and right. And honestly, thank God, thank God that the, the few jobs that I had that required me to be clean cut and clean shaven, I had to work, you know, there was with sales jobs. Those were, those were 12, 13 hour days. So I didn't really have, I didn't go out all that much. And I would always have a friend or coworker walk me, a male coworker, you know, walk me to the car. Um, because, I, but that's what? why, that's why I grow, you know, a beard and I grow my hair long because, you know, I, I can't, I, right. I can't have that. Like I can't, I'm, I'm a married, I'm a married man. Would be totally adequate for that. Well, I didn't, we, nobody heard what you said. Oh, I see. Okay. No, try. No, no, literally. No, she said, I assumed your personality would be enough to do that. 
No, I, my, uh, I had an ex-wife tell me that. She said I was very, I, I was very attractive until I started talking. Um, so uh, that's, that, is, that is what happens. Um, but now that I've, uh, I've gotten shit all over my caucus, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into this week's, because uh, Bill's going to be calling at nine. Yeah. So the U.S. Postal Inspection Service has launched an investigation after all 25 Republicans in the Ohio State Senate were mailed envelopes full of feces, according to the Columbus Dispatch. The packages arrived after being sent almost a week earlier from a Cleveland post office, the newspaper reported. The packages were intercepted by State House, Cleveland, and Akron post offices before reaching the senators. According to a statement from the Ohio House spokesman John Fortney. Republicans control the state Senate, which is led by President Pro Tempore Jay Hottinger, Majority Floor Leader Kirk Schuring, and Majority Whip Rob McCauley. Uh, da, 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 let's see. They should have ju- just sent a selfie because it's the same thing, Fortney said. I'd be more than happy to explain it to them in a parking lot or a cornfield of their choice. Do you think they were dumb enough to send their own shit? Well, you know, some people. The news. Could you imagine? Well, could you imagine? The, the, could you imagine the cops coming up and like arresting this dude and, and you know, wheeling him away? It's like we've analyzed your shit, and then and by the way, he's got colon cancer. <laughs> that would be that would be unpleasant. I'm I'm sure. Probably it, it is the feces that you have the most access to would be your own. Especially twenty-five samples, but but it is Ohio, so there there oh, is the possibility. Yeah. This is the, there is the possibility that this is a someone who hoards animals as well. Right, it could I mean, be animal like excrement. You never know. Bunch of dudes shit in the bucket and then mix it up and then that gets mailed out for twenty-five people. That just sounds complicated. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could just crap in an envelope. You know, uh, Bill. Uh, Bill's going to be calling in. We're going to be doing a, a Bill on films later on. That's right. And uh, we can actually talk to him about because he's his his profession is in logistics about different ways that you could mail excrement out, and depending whether it's you know it really depends on on its consistency. Like a solid, a nice solid Duke, you could probably just mail in a box. But if, like liquid diarrhea, you're going to have to package that properly like, to like get a, it through. Like one of those sealed bubble mailers, maybe. And I mean, it's it is toxic waste, so it is against like the law. And I think it's Amazon. what was that? What are you searching those envelopes like you get from Amazon? Yeah, yeah, one of those little bubble mailers. And if you order before midnight, you can catch Prime Day and uh, <laughs> get a discount on that. Well, there you go. There's the tips and tricks on mailing mailing feces and getting. I think you could. Now I know, like shit transplants are a thing now, where you can. Get someone else shit, shove it up your ass. I don't know if you can buy that on Amazon. No, they they actually go in. They go in through the other way. What do you mean? The you shit, eat someone's shit. The more or less, yeah. I've tasted shit. <laughs> and I don't like it. And I well, don't like it. I've actually had the affliction that they are now treating I've been with a shit on transplant. Mute this whole time. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's why the show was working so well. <laughs> oh, shut up. Whose shit did you eat? I didn't eat anyone's shit. Maddie ate shit. I want to know who he ate. Whose poop did he taste? Well, I did actually taste uh, my infant son 
this is 20, 20 some odd years ago. I did taste, did get some of his shit in my mouth because it was fucking everywhere. So I have tasted shit and I don't like it. I don't like it. Newsflash. I don't, this to everybody that talks about eating ass, I've tasted shit. I've tasted <laughs> baby shit, which is the purest form yeah. of shit. <laughs> There's no other, there's no other, like the baby hadn't been doing heroin for, you know, for, for, for a thousand days. No, the baby wasn't eating an all carnivorous diet. The baby was eating exactly what the baby needed to eat. And I tasted that shit. It got into my mouth. It was terrible. I didn't like it. And I thought every time, every, all these anal activities, and I'm just like, you know what? (laughs) No, no thanks. That's all I'm saying. No thanks. What about you, Mike? Do you like to taste of shit? Uh, I've not tasted shit uh, that I'm aware of, and um, I'm gonna go with a preemptive. I like how no. you said that you're. I like how you said that you're not aware of. So this could have happened at some point. You could have happened. <laughs> Maybe somebody slipped me a a, a a turd somewhere, and I didn't know it. <laughs> but you know, it's not something that I said. Uh, I wonder. Jenny, unless I'm mistaken, you have some experience eating ash, no? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you broke up a little. She's accusing. She's accusing one of you of experience with. Uh, oh, I believe it's. I believe it's called. I believe it's called analingus. Yes. Yes, I, I do have some experience eating the booty like groceries. That is and absolutely terrific. Have you ever ended up with a mouthful too? I, I, not a mouthful. Oh. <laughs> that is not how that's supposed to work. Did you have to chew? I, 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 I unfortunately have ended up with some, uh, unintentional forbidden gravy. Oh my God. <laughs> Who are these women you're sleeping with? Uh, so, I mean, it's kind of the risk you take when you're, uh, Riding down the Hershey Highway. Oh no, never happened to me. So, um, I'm just gonna go right, right ahead and say that I have to smudge after that one. If if that had happened to me, I might have to do like this San Antonio man who died after fireworks exploded on top of his head. A San Antonio man is dead after a firework exploded on his head Tuesday morning. According to San Antonio police, they responded after midnight Tuesday to the 800 block of Harriman Place. According to a report from KENS 5, a witness told police that Pablo Ruiz, 43, was shooting off fireworks with them when he decided to light a mortar-style firework from on top of his head. Okay, real quick. Let's, let's just pause. Let's just pause for a second. Do we all know what a mortar-style firework is no but i'm assuming okay do you know what a do you know what a do you know no no no. do you know what a mortar is yeah like when you this no that's okay all right different spelling so a mortar is a is basically a grenade with a rocket and what they're the the military the military uses uses these things they're called mortars and they set up in tubes and you take the mortar you set you 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 activate it you drop it into the tube (laughs) Then you just oh that you, okay. Then you literally just get the fuck out of the way. So this then, is then the once one stage explodes and shoots the mortar out, 
and then the next stage detonates. So that's why they call it a mortar style because they stick it into the ground, it goes into this tube, and this explosion shoots the fucking mortar straight up. Okay. And he put this fucking thing. That's like the the big firework, the big professional firework so that you dead. see. Yeah, he put it on his head, and uh, boom. So why would he uh, do that? Let's see here. Uh, officials believe the Darwin the... Awards still in operation. I'm sorry. Are the Darwin Awards still going? Uh, I'm pretty sure this guy's a contender. As far as I know, they are. Officials believe the firework exploded from the bottom of the tube and instantly pierced the top portion of the victim's head. Yeah, the tube's not reinforced in any way. No, it's a Did for, his for brain these things. No, it, it's like everywhere? a paper towel roll. Yeah, it's a it's basically a paper towel roll. Uh, that's a little bit more. It's a little bit more than that, but the bottom is thin, and really, you're counting on the ground as it its launch as its launch point. And I mean, considerably, yeah, his brain went into his neck. Yep. Yeah, there was. There, there, and, did his brain explode? No, his brains would have gone down into his neck. Yeah, they pressed him. They got pressed down out of his skull, and yeah. Death, right? Because there wasn't enough there. Nah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Police reported that witnesses told them that Ruiz had been drinking at the time of the incident. Oh, you <laughs> <think>? <laughs> <laughs> He repaired and reportedly died at the scene from severe head trauma as a result of the explosion. How old was he? 43. 43. Old enough to know Brought better. To my age. Old wow. enough to know better. Drunk enough to not listen. So... High-powered fireworks also, and illegal fireworks also oh, killed on, Hang a, on, hang on. One thing I wanted to say about this guy was imagine how just disliked and ignored this fucking dude was. He had the idea to light a fucking mortar off the top of his head. There were people there. And no one they said, had to dude. Tell him no. <laughs> no, nobody tries to stop him. Nobody pulls out a video camera. Nobody. Like people had to have told him, like, the, no, the don't only, do it, don't no, do the it. The only reason you do something like this is for the attention. You, he, the man needed the attention. That's true. So, like, I, he's starving for attention, and somebody should have fucking stopped him, and somebody should have just loved him before, <laughs> you know, this tragic happened. I blame society. Maddie, you should have been there. You could have saved him. No, I didn't. I would have videotaped. Yeah, he's he's a dude, dude, wait a minute. You shouldn't do that. On, I don't have my camera, my camera out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me get the camera out. Then we're gonna. Then we're gonna. Now this next guy, I think he tried to. He tried to pull a. You know, pull a sneaky one. Go ahead. Start. Start with this guy. So high-powered illegal fireworks blast kills a California man on July fourth. A California man died at a July fourth party when illegal fireworks exploded in his hand. The victim, who wasn't immediately identified, had serious injuries when cops in Montebello responded to a home at about 6.30 p.m. Paramedics tried saving the man before he was rushed to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead from extensive injuries. A preliminary investigation revealed that he was igniting a high-powered mortar-type aerial firework that is illegal in the city of Montebello when things went <laughs> tragically wrong. The victim apparently attempted to hold the device when the firework went off and caused severe trauma to his upper torso. Initial findings indicate he personally brought the illegal fireworks to this private gathering with him. No Not other for nothing. Listen to me. And, and I don't, if you want to count 
how many fucking times they said illegal fireworks in, in this fucking story. You don't have to do it. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is the point. The, here's the point. The point is maybe if the fireworks weren't fucking illegal, he would have known how to fucking use the goddamn thing. And when, because what he did is he, it seems to me like he held it almost like a fucking beer can. He lit it and then held it out like this. Yep. And then it was like, oh, it's going to go straight up. The same concept applies, except there's nothing under it. So now this explosion, instead of going straight the fuck down, it goes everywhere because it has nowhere to go. It's like, so, and then, so that explosion fucks him up. Also, that explosion doesn't send the trajectory of the fireworks straight up. It probably stayed in the general direction and then well, in his hand, up yeah, twice and blew his hand off. So, but well, if, if the it, they had trouble identifying him because they didn't have any fingerprints, <laughs> <laughs> and that and and that guy wears his heart on his sleeve. <laughs> he oh does God. now. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You know what color his eyes were? Blue. <laughs> Residents were actively encouraged to report seeing illegal fireworks and to use common sense, safety aware, and safety awareness when using safe and sane fireworks. This tragic accident and death was avoidable and serves as an unfortunate and grim reminder of the yeah, dangers had posed the by illegal been legal, fireworks. He'd have been, he'd have known how to fucking use it. That that's the point. If there wasn't, if, if there wasn't this huge, of, I think you have a lot of faith, Maddie. I don't think making things legal is going to make people any smarter. No. I was, someone gave me that argument today about something else. Also, these guys went for mortar style. Like, damn, whatever happens to just the pop, pop, pop? Why well, you gotta go all big? I mean, he could have literally just went on YouTube for free to be like how to use this specific firework the well, right way. Well, this is... Dude, I'm, I'm guilty of, of this year. This year, as a matter of fact, holding a Roman candle and aiming it at something. I'm guilty of doing that. Okay. I didn't know you and, and, and Bill were together on the 4th of July. <laughs> no, we weren't. But I, you know, it was, we had this guy spent we, where I was. I told you about the, you know, the, the pipe bomb thing. But, uh, you know, we were playing with the, you know, playing with like Roman candles. And we weren't shooting at each other. I was shooting them at a, a metal swing set, you know, just like target practice to see if I could hit somebody with it. Sure. And I could. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn good with a Roman candle. So um, if this guy had been around and the guys with the fireworks were underage girls, I think everything might have been okay. But R. Kelly and one of his alleged victims, Jocelyn Savage, are engaged to be married, according to the court documents obtained by the Post. Savage, 26, penned a letter to the federal judge referring to herself as Robert Kelly's fiance asking that Kelly receive a more lenient sentence for his decades-long sexual abuse of women and underage girls and boys. I'm writing this... I know, I know he did a bunch of shit, but I liked it and love him. I, How do you think that proposal went? Baby, I know I pissed in your face. But I love... Is it her? Is it the girl that he peed on? That's the yeah. one yeah, oh that's why it's, that's, that's what makes this story so... Like, that's why I was like, oh my uh, God, this is great. I remember like how when can that shit happen too. What's it's just young fuck? love. That's all that is, you know. I'm yeah, I'm writing right. this letter. That's left. a lot of coercion. I'm I mean, writing. Is it? Go ahead. I mean, do you think how hard do you think she had to talk to him? Mm, well, she says I'm writing this letter in support of Robert in advance of his sentencing, so I can explain to the court that I'm not the victim that the government has portrayed me to be. 
my God, you were 15. You got pissed on by a grown man. She continued to call him an all-around incredible person and not the monster (laughs) that the government described him to be. Robert and I are deeply in love, and it breaks my heart that the government has created a narrative that I'm a victim. I'm a grown woman and can speak for myself, which is why I wanted to provide this letter to the court. He is a great man with a great heart and deserves to be home with his loved ones who are ready to support him and accept his urine. <laughs> I, I added the PP part. Um, no, don't, don't, <laughs> don't ever admit to it. Just keep going. Kelly, Throw shit in, keep moving. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, 55, has been sentenced to 30 years in prison for his actions. Savage's parents, uh, John Jalin and Timothy Savage, have been publicly pleading for their daughter to leave Kelly. Gerald Griggs, the attorney for Savage's parents, told TMZ that they were unaware of their daughter's future union and that they never mentioned the idea of that she has never mentioned the idea of marrying Kelly. Griggs, do you think do you, do you think the uh, their conjugal visits are going to be in the shower? <laughs> Griggs said her. Let me say she could rinse off real quick. You well, know. you know, I mean. Griggs said her parents strongly doubt the pair are engaged and would like to reconnect with her to hear the whole story. However, they have not talked to Savage since she left to live with Kelly. Uh, Big stupid ad just popped up over the whole thing. I think we've we've got the gist of it. Yeah. And uh, I think after this, hopefully we're going to get some Bill on film. Let's get him on the fucking horn. Um, Okay. We're going to uh, get some just the tips, and on, on coming up in C Block, we're going to figure out if we're psychopaths. That's exciting. I'm guessing at That's least one of us is. I think this is just you're trying to diagnosis. Next week it's going to be who is bipolar, and it's. <laughs> That's hey, right. I've already been diagnosed with all my mental disorders, so. There you go. We'll go. We go. We'll go through that this next week because we got to need the whole hour and a half. All right. <laughs> So, uh, tonight's A Block is brought to us by 12th House Libretero. 12th House offers a variety of readings to suit your needs. Whether you have questions about love, family, money, career, or your path in life, 12th House has a reading that will help you understand your place in the universe and how to navigate what it throws at you. Readings are online and by appointment only. Reach out by phone or email today. You can call at 302-316-4931 or email 12thHouseLibra.com at gmail.com. Look for a link in the link in the description of this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us in the A Block of the Media Virus Podcast. You can always reach us at 1-646-VIRUS-01. That's 1-646-VIRUS-01. We'll be back in the B Block right after this. More than a dozen... Donald Duck being violently drowned in a vat of pudding. Ooh.